0: Welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party Podcast, the longest-running podcast about Vanderpump Rules out there. Please join your hosts, Holly and Sarah, as they deep-dive everything Vanderpump Rules. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party Podcast. I'm Sarah C. Welcome back. We are cramming for BravoCon right now, so it's just me. I wanted to try and get some of these out with New York, finalize that, talk about tonight's Miami episode, reminder on some BravoCon stuff, and then Holly and I will be together at BravoCon and we're going to podcast, obviously, about everything at BravoCon, but as well as this week's Salt Lake and Beverly Hills southern charm winter house and then i'll be back on patreon with potomac like a lot there's a lot i don't even think we'll touch on house of villains because like we know jack's got eliminated or is getting eliminated so he'll be gone what in like the first two minutes but he does come back in fact It's funny. He was talking about himself and he's like, yeah, I think they all realized or or like NBC realized and put the pressure on like, we got to get this guy back. This guy's everything. He makes the show. We got to bring him back in. And it's like, I mean, maybe that happened. And quite honestly, I think the cast should have considered that because most people... I've watched a lot of reality TV and have for years, and I didn't know like a lot of those people. And I know some are icons, some I've never heard of, some I've heard of but never watched. And if we're talking like younger generation, because so many of them are from like the 2000s, that Gen Z isn't going to know who they are. So I think, given the scandal of it all this year, it would have behooved the whole cast, as well as the show to keep Jax because Jax is bringing in all the new viewers that all the people, the millions of people that jumped on the Vanderpump bandwagon this year to see this Jax guy. Um, so I think that's probably why they brought him back. I think they were looking to cash in on the scan of all. And then they got a kick in the ass when the cast voted Jax off first. It's like, oh. We didn't expect that. We kind of need this guy to bring in the viewers, you know? Because, quite honestly, as you know, some of the people are bigger than others, but you know, Jax is one of the most relevant recent of the cast. Not saying bigger or more iconic, just more recent and current. And it's still, you know, he's still related to the hot scandal of, of it all, which is still a thing. You know, it's become <clears throat> kind of resurfaced with um, Dancing with the Stars premiering, with Special Forces and The Masked Singer premiering. You know, it's just kicked up a lot of dust again. So I think it was smart for them to bring him back. But we'll get back to House of Villains when Jax comes back. So back to BravoCon. Uh, did you guys see Peter posted? He will have... Um Peter is going to have the Peter Party bus. Come win some points. Uh, watch me stir up some craft cocktails on the Peter Party bus. Outside of the BravoCon foreign, forum. Because I don't think Peter was invited to the actual BravoCon. Which is sad. Like, why, why wouldn't you include Peter? But Kristen wasn't invited. Jackson, and Brittany weren't invited. So, like, Peter shouldn't take it personally. Although he's still technically on the show, where some of them are not. Um... But don't you worry, he will be there, outside. Outside the gates where Holly will be, <laughs> part of the time. Anyways, I think he's at Saturday, like, af- like I don't know, what, 7 to 9 or something? I think it's like a RSVP thing that may be sold out. But, you know, if you're not doing anything, you might as well just go. It's Peter! Um, also what i discovered is kind of interesting so i heard jack say he's going to be at the venetian him and Brittany on saturday that the venetian is paying them we got to go to the restaurant and then to the club well i assume that means tau because there's like that's really the only club um so i did get on the list i'm not a club goer but if i don't have to do anything fine um But they are not allowed to leave the Venetian property. Um, They were invited to BravoCon, and when we talked to Jax at Jax's Studio City on his own um, premiere party, uh, we asked him about BravoCon. He's like, No, no, I'm not going. I mean, I don't know if Kristen will go or something, but yeah, you know, to promote Vanderpump Valley, which, you know, technically he's not supposed to talk about. Um, But they're not talking about Vanderpump Valley at BravoCon, so it's still a hush hush. Maybe they haven't made the decision if they're going to release it or not maybe it's a pilot and they're like "Mm, we don't really have anything here we don't really want to flop on our hands because that may taint or curse the regular Vanderpump rules right so hmm we'll see if that one makes the cutting board floor but what he told us he's like no no I'm not going I can't I'll be out of uh, town filming a project so that's what he told us but now I mean, technically he's going to be out of town, but wouldn't he have said, I'll actually be in Vegas filming a project, but not at BravoCon? But no, he said out of town, like out of state and like filming a project. Well, a club appearance at Tao is not like a filmed project. That's just like a feature. That's a club, club appearance, like the Toms would always do. Um, so did he lie? Did his was his ego hurt or wounded because he wasn't invited to BravoCon? That he had to put on like a front, like, oh I can't go anyways, I'm so busy, I've got all these other projects I'm filming. Um I find it a little suspicious because he sure freed up real quick and he's gonna be right next door to all the BravoCon festivities. Anyways, we'll try to report back to Um, to you guys about their appearance, since that's where we're staying too. If you guys are at the Venetian, hit us up. We can meet downstairs for a drink, but if you're not, our meet-up plans are in the Paris Casino, in the casino, the central lobby bar called Le Central Bar. It's pretty close to the Paris Theater, which is where the evening activities that Andy's hosting Friday and Saturday night are going to be. So if you're going to the Andy events Friday or Saturday night, you may as well swing by and say hello and have a drink with us because it's it's right there kind of by the theater, um, like not far, like, you know, the Paris casino is pretty small um, and we will be there Friday, like right after the day sessions, like 530, probably till 730 or 8, just depending on the flow. Saturday, also 5.30 to 7.30 or 8, depending on the flow. And then we're going to head over to the Venetian. Maybe wave to some of you guys in line for Heather McDonald's show. And then make our way up to Tao. Um, We are not going to James Kennedy. We see him enough. I don't need to go to Omnia with 10,000 other people um, to see James spin. But if you are, have fun. So, head us up. If I posted those times in the, in our Instagram, DM us on Facebook and Instagram, if you're there or what sessions you're at, I'll likely, I, me, they, Holly and I, whatever maybe at those sessions, we can try to meet up with you, say hello, or stand up and wave and be like, I'm over here. Um, so yeah, message us that and we will... I'm trying to be doing a lot of recording, so if you do message me, I might just, like, be recording, so I'll try to get to it when I'm not recording, but, um, yeah, maybe hit Holly up, um, or just the, just the Vanderpump Rules Party on Instagram, DM. Okay, trying to think of what else, or Patreon, um, actually Instagram's better, I don't have the. well, I kind of have Patreon on my phone. I don't have the email. Holly does, though. So. Okay, so anyways, what else? Anything else in BravoCon? I don't think so. Um, speaking of Jax, Jax had... The, it's like their seventh grand opening party. Um, he had a Halloween party. We did not go. Um, it's just... We had this coming up. It's just too much. Can't do everything. We, there was quite a few of them there. We actually did not feel FOMO for once. Uh, maybe because we've been to so many damn events lately. Um, but you'll see Schwartz's hair. Like, what is going on? It's like shoulder length. Kind of greasy. I don't think it was part of his costume. I'm just saying. Saw so him on Winterhouse, too. And I'm like, mm, he's doing a lot of, oh, shucks. But that is Schwartzy. Also at Jax's party was Sandoval roller skating around as like Roller Ken Barbie. Okay, when I first saw this I was like, they're all a bunch of hypocrites! They're all friends! They're all hanging out together! This is ridiculous! Makes the fans feel stooped, right? Stooped? Duped. duped. Yeah, oops, sorry about that. Um, Like, it makes us feel dumb. But, and I did hear, like, Kristen gave him a piece of her mind. She has spoken to him once in this year, and that was to give him a piece of her mind. So she is not having it. Jack says he's not handing it. He says, I'm fine with him. The guy's been true enough, but I certainly didn't invite him to my party. And he said a lot of people were a little shocked and surprised or, you know, a little pissed he was there because he wasn't invited. He just showed up with Schwartz. Um you know, and like Jeremy was there, Ariana's brother. And so Jack Jacks and Jeremy are close and he's like, he's sorry man, I didn't invite him like he didn't know how he feel about it. Um but he said he was fine. He's like, it's fine. I didn't cross paths or he didn't stay that long. But you know way to crash a party Sandable. You just can't get enough limelight you just need people talking about you don't you yep some things will never change all right is that it mauricio got booted good i'm i'm bored with him we'll talk about him on beverly hills with holly um yeah All right, well, I'm going to just quickly go over the New York City reunion so I can check that off my bucket list and be done with it and move on to all these, like, so many shows that we have. All right? So if you're not, if you don't care about New York, you could skip ahead to the Miami part. And let me write the minute down. 12, New York. All right? All right. New York, New York, I feel like New York's a little bit like Salt Lake, in that you start off like, "Oh yeah, I like this new person, and then like totally do a a one eighty by the end of the season. It's kind of how like Monica's going. A lot of people are like, "I love Monica, and now people are like, "'Oh, I guess I don't like Monica. I'm still giving Monica a chance. I think her mom's a little unhinged. And her going public. And I guess she wants to defend herself. It's the same way Emily. We talk about her and mom a lot. It's like, don't do this publicly, you guys. But Monica's mom was on the show, so she's a little more fair game than Emily Simpson's mom, in my opinion. That's my opinion! I'm not going to scream. <sighs> Aaron, Aaron's the problem. No one else is the problem. I started off the season not liking Cy, then I really liked sai and then I didn't like sai and now I realize much of why I don't like sai It's really Aaron's. The reason why. So Aaron's the problem, and in every capacity. I started out not liking Jessel. I didn't like her; I thought she was pretentious or boring. And now I really like her. So it's a mindfuck of a season. Um, she made up. Turns out she made up all that stuff about the cheese. Like Cy never said that. She simply said, What's the situation? Should I eat before I come? And Aaron said, Oh, it's just a wine and cheese thing And Sai's like, Oh, okay, just cheese. Okay, like cool, I'll eat. She never said, Cheese or ew, all you have is cheese. Like she totally created that fake narrative that wasn't true. So strike one for Aaron. And she admits it. She like flat out she's like, Yeah, she didn't say that. Yeah. And then, she, you know, she did that with Jenna. She totally betrayed Jenna's trust when Jenna's all looped up from her dental surgery and twisted. Here she's opening up about, like, her skin and her embarrassment or shyness about her skin disease and then, like, joked, like, but really I wanted to go first class or whatever. And Aaron twisted it all negative to make it, like, an eerie, gross narrative that everyone would be like, ooh, what a bitch, what a, you know, diva. That wasn't, like, Jenna's not a diva. She might like her nice things, doesn't make one a diva. So she fucked Jenna over. She keeps gaslighting Jessel. I, If I hear one more time, I didn't say he was having an affair, both her and Sai. I didn't say Papa was having an affair. I did not imply that. I did not say it. I did. It's like, you fucking did too you joke, you you kept doing, hmm. You expect Uba to understand your cryptic emojis, and yet you're, like, refusing to, like, accept that things can be implied. When you're trying to sell your own, it was implied defense. You can't then use it the opposite way. It's like, you implied the fuck out of it. You're like, oh, what a sandwich. Ooh, twenty four hours. Hmm. And then you guys joked about it with your husband saying, What would you guys do without sex for a year? And also, I don't care that Jessel didn't like fully divulge her entire postpartum process. I don't know. I think anyone is kind of common sense when a one when you have uh, a toddler, and an 18-month-old, year not even a 2-year-old, still like between 1 and 2, not 1, but you have 2, you spent the last 5 years going through um, trying to get pregnant, fertility issues, 5 rounds of IVF, how that messes with your horm- hormones, like... I've had several friends, but I had a friend that just, like, the one, she's like, I'm not trying it again. If this doesn't work, I'm out. Because the way it fucks with you hormonally and body-wise and mentally. And she went through five rounds of that. But anytime someone has a kid and they're, like, going through something, I, you know, it's pretty common. Postpartum's pretty common. Like, shouldn't you just have in the back of your head, like, oh, hmm, I, I wonder if she's having some postpartum issues. Like, anyone could, like, infer that. So, for you just to jump on board and say, Pavot must be cheating because they haven't had sex in a year. It's like, or a year and a half. It's like, um, he's got a lot of hormonal stuff going on. Possibly postpartum. It would be, you know, it's very common. (sighs) They implied the fuck out of it. And they denied, denied, denied. It was very irritating. Very insensitive. Especially coming from... Coming from Miss, I'm sensitive, I'm not perfect, Aaron. Like, can Jessel be sensitive too? I don't know. I thought it was rude. I like that Jenna said, I know a lot of people that do the mileage thing. As I've explained, if you guys are not on our Patreon, I've been doing a lot of the New York stuff on Patreon. And I, too, myself, have done the mileage thing to either keep my status up my status, get my mileage in at the end of the year. You have to like hit certain points. Um it's it's a, there's a whole community of people out there that do it, okay? So it's very I have phone places to meet those markers, okay? So totally know what Pavit's doing. Also, why do they care? Why do they care? Especially don't throw stones. I mean, there's the rumors out there about how Sai met her husband. There's the swinging threesome conversations with Aaron and your husband, Abe. Aaron, you know, mind your business. So, yeah, it's all coming back to Aaron, I swear. And then the Uber thing. Like, Uber, I did think overreacted because the shady editing kept saying 45 minutes, 45 minutes, and they showed Uber being the one that forgot it on the party bus, right? Well, as it turns out, it was much longer than 45 minutes. It sounded like several hours. Erin did not tell Jessel I have her phone, as she said she did. Another lie. And I'm with Uba. Like, first of all, she didn't even text that to Uba. She texted to Jessel, The dumb emojis. Um, I don't... Read emojis. I don't speak emojis. Half the time, if I think it's important enough, I'll screenshot it and blow it up. Cause half the time, I can't even see them; they're so small. Um, but I certainly don't speak like in sentences. Nor do I want to. Or no, do I want to? At, like two in the morning on vacation, drunk, trying to figure out your little clues when I just need my phone because my family has a policy: we talk twice a day, so they make sure I'm safe. And then if I don't answer, they're gonna like call authorities. So she explained it. Much better than, like, was explained on the show. So you had much more empathy for Uba. But then to find out more, like, oh, Erin said she told Jessel, but she really did not. Um, And then she's like, well, I put the Red Devil emoji. It's like, that could mean anything. So, once again, another problem all caused by Erin. If we look at every problem, sigh, the cheese, starting off the season. Aaron Jenna, the I flew f- flew first class, all because of Aaron Uba and the phone, all because of Aaron Jessel implying sh- her husband's cheating on her, all because of Aaron and Sai. So, yeah, I think I'm gonna go back and then Aaron caring so much about how Jessel grew up. Well, def- you know. Did you have nothing, or did you not? You know having nothing is all relative to different people as well um, sometimes people think having five dollars in their account is nothing. Some people think having negative five hundred is nothing. Some people think five thousand is having nothing. It's all relative, so it's, it's not a pissing contest, and you can't compare and I don't think when Jessel was like listening and then she'd tell a story, I think she meant it to empathize. Granted, she say, she should say, I know it's not the same thing, you know, but I can understand a little bit because this is what happened to me. And I can't even imagine, you know, that being my mother on top of it. She meant to empathize. That's part of a dialogue and being there for a friend. She wasn't trying to one-up her or compare and compete. But again, they made it seem that way. Aaron did. did. I love Jessel she really grew a backbone the second half of the season, but I love my favorite moment when Erin's just harping on, did you go to college? Did you, you know, how did you have savings at 20 years old? How, you know, how did you pay for college? And she's like, listen, we grew up okay. She's like, but while you were at the ballet with Brad Pitt and Gwyneth Paltrow, I was delivering newspapers with my mother. Bam dropped a mic. Good one, Jessel. And Aaron's like like left with her lip quivering. Like she's a bitch. I don't know. I'm done with her. So, I mean, I guess the season eater because every conflict or problem there was was because of Aaron. So, you know, I guess she'll come back because clearly <laughs> she made TV. And then she's just like, I'm not a perfect person. It's like, that's such a cliche statement. It's like, oh, you're not? Shoot, we thought all along you were. If you had just told us you weren't a perfect person, okay, we would have understood that. It's like, shut up. That's such a stupid statement. You're not a perfect person. I'm not perfect. It's like, what are we, 10? Could you think of something a little more original, a little more like justifiable other than I'm not perfect. I don't know. Weak. Weak sauce. I also liked when Andy asked a question. I think it was from a caller, so thank you, caller. Erin, um, what's the difference between Brian poking fun at your marriage with Abe and flirting with him a little bit than you speculating on Jessel's marriage? It's like, exactly. You couldn't take her just joking around and you're, like, flat out trying to, like, cause a rift between... Like, you're trying to make Jessel think Pavit's cheating. Or you're trying to let the world think he's cheating. And then online trolls are going to get on. And, like, that could actually cause serious damage. Versus Brynn just being like, Ha ha, call me when you're divorced. Like, she was obviously joking. Still, you know, a little tacky. Sure, I'll give you that. Or a lot tacky. Um. Then Uba says... Aaron and Brynn's friendship makes her sick. She's like, I want to puke. Where can I vomit around here? And everyone's like, whoa. And she's like, no, if you only heard, like, the bad shit that Aaron says about Brynn. So I guess she pretends to be Brynn's friend, but then talks mad shit behind her back. So, you know, strike 47 for Aaron. And again, she answers with, I'm not a perfect person. Um, then another caller asks, "Aaron, you seem to be very sensitive and that you only seem to care about your own feelings. And Bryn's like, yes, that's true. And Aaron again, I'm not perfect. She sounds like Jax. I'm not perfect. I'm a work in progress. Okay. Original. Yeah. So, not much else happened. I mean, I don't think Jenna's going to come back, it doesn't sound like. Um. Sounds like that's a wrap on Gideon. I know every I th- I like everyone wants Gideon with Brynn, but she's like he's more like a hot cousin, so he's kind of been friend zoned, brother zoned. She said the sex is good. Obviously, she doesn't mind his money, and then we find out his mom is like a lady, like a lady Diana. It's like Brynn, Are you sure? Maybe think it over. Just saying. You kind of hit the jackpot. Anyways, I like that, um, you know, she wants to spend her life how she wants to spend it. And she's not just going to be like, oh, I guess I should go with him. He has money because she's got her own shit going on. Despite what some of the other ladies imply, she's very successful in business. So that was New York. I mean, a lot of the reunion was about cheese and about dumb stuff i guess in totality it ended up being a little more exciting than i thought it was probably a lot more exciting than the entire season put together so there's that we'll see how season two is but i don't know i don't know how i feel not that excited um it was sad to hear Sigh's story about her mother though um Because the guilt she must carry, like, you know, helping her mom, like, 300 times. But then the final end, when she had to ask her to leave, and then she died shortly thereafter. So I guess I's, like, tough, rough exterior. Um, So that's sad. So I won't blame everything on her. I'll blame it all on Erin. Sorry, Erin. It's just the way the cookie crumbles. All right talk some Miami Miami Um I can't think of Adriana's song right now. It's like it's like the theme song, isn't it? Miami. All I can think about is the Golden Girls is Miami, Miami, you've got style. Blue Sunshine Scones. Gold Beach by the mile. Um, remember when Rose and Dorothy wrote a jingle for the city of Miami or Miami Beach. That was a song. I'm really disappointed that I can't remember all of the words, but Miami, Miami, you've got style. Um blue sky sunshine, white sand by the mile. Miami, you've got style. I think that's it. So let's just go with that, instead of Adri- Adriana's. Um, come on, baby, we'll speak up. up, up, up. You can have Gloria stuff on now. Okay. One minute are we at? 27. Alright, Alexia. Very unbearable last season. She was very Teresa Giudice-ish. Even looks like her. I think they look like twins. Um, still has a Badass condo. I've been in buildings like that, like I've been in a hotel like where she lives, but I was in a condo just like hers. Not that big. Wasn't like the multiple level. And the view was just like to die for. But I heard, is it in foreclosure or they have to sell it? I know in the previews for next week, they say we have 15 days to get out. So Was it foreclosed? Like, does Todd not have that much money? Like, this was her, this was Alexia's place from before Todd, okay? I remember this from season one through three, when she was with, you know, her former husband that has passed on at at Um, So she had money. She had bank with her former husband. But apparently Todd has money too, or maybe he doesn't. Maybe that's where they have to move. I don't know. I am looking forward to finding out, though, Julia. Her hair looks great. She looks so much, like, fresher and younger. I, I think it, like, took a couple decades off. Like, she looked fantastic anyways. But, you know, sometimes just cutting the hair off, like, it, like, undates you. Um, So she looks good. Lisa shows up with her date, so they kind of do this party, which is a week later, then they flash back to a week earlier, so we're starting off a week later. Lisa, we finally meet her boyfriend, who she's had for a while. I think she was even dating him when they aired the reunion last year, or earlier this year, but now we see him and meet him, and I heard he has a lot of money, I mean, maybe not as much money as Lenny cuz they s- reveal later that Jody bought Adriana's house that she lived in with Frederick and I know they had a nice house but it wasn't like a Lenny house or a Lisa and Anthony house um but I heard he was rich uh he seems very nice he's Canadian he's much better looking than Lenny so already like plus for Lisa much nicer than Lenny double plus he reminds me of Luke Kristen Doty's boyfriend. He kind of looks like him a little bit. He talks like him. He, he's chill like him. So, I'm hoping. Yeah, she can. He seems very understanding. He's he's a little sick of hearing about Lenny, um, as he should be, but he seems to be hanging in there. So, good for her. Um, I don't know how this like. I know she got kicked out of the house, I think, finally. Or he kicked out... It's a mess. I don't know where they're at with their settlement. Was shocked to see Adriana at Alexia's party, but I guess we go through that as they kind of go backwards in time. After that thing last season with her comparing her, like hurt foot from the ocean to Frankie's accident. Didn't think they were going to come back from that. Marisol says she'll never come back to Adriana after she screwed her over talking about her ex-boyfriend and then screwed her over at the reunion by reading that stupid letter to Marisol's liver. That was so dumb. And so, like, when Adriana goes to meet Alexia for lunch and um, brings that white flag which of course Alexia doesn't get because Alexia is kind of like Teresa she doesn't get like social references and everything and I know everyone's going to be like she's not from here she's from Cuba no she was born and raised in the United States okay her parents were from Cuba give you that um but Alexia is much like Teresa in that they don't understand certain words or social concepts or things but I do agree with her. She's like, why did you bring another prop? Enough with the props, because Adriana does like to bring a prop. Oh, She loves her crutches, her wheelchair. Then at the reunion, she brought that stupid letter to Marisol's liver that she made Andy read. And he was like, oh, my God, why are you having me do this? This is so stupid. So I do see Alexia's point there. What's with Alexia's apology tour? Um... Sorry, I call bullshit. Here's what I think happened. I think Alexia filmed last year being all, like, I'm the shit. And, you know, it doesn't air until several months after. She got the feedback from the viewers, which wasn't good. They're like, she's awful. She's maniacal. She's egotistical. She's condescending. She's horrible. She's a monster. She's Teresa. Um when Teresa is Teresa. Teresa has her nice signs too, as does Alexia. No, but I think she saw the negative feedback from people, um, online, blogs, podcasts, wherever, and was like, Whoa, I'm hated. Not by all, but some of her behavior was even when she was in the right, she was such a dick about things, you know? When she totally like spread that false shit about Adriana's boyfriend and she was totally in the wrong, and she was still an asshole about it when they called her out. It's like, see, look, he's not married. Whatever. I don't fucking care. It's like, you just started this huge rumor. Ruined, could have ruined a man's career or reputation. You know what I mean? So she's just a dick. But I think she got the feedback, and she's like, well, I better reel it in and, like, change some things or... Yeah. I need to get some support, some fans back. So I think that's what this apology tour is about. Like having Julia meet up with her. Uh, Isn't it funny that Adriana was like calling out Alexi on social media saying she was like transphobic? I don't know why Adriana said that. I just read the thing on the show like y'all saw. But, and then they pan the next scene is Alexia meeting Julia, a lesbian, for lunch. And Alexia is carrying her rainbow Chanel bag. I'm like, oh, well placed. So I think she's very calculated. I think she's like, "Mm, I'm going to show my support. I'm going to bring my rainbow purse. I'm going to have lunch with a lesbian. I'm going to meet up with Adriana and make those amends. I'm going to invite all the other ladies, Dr. Nicole and, um, you know, after Todd um, and Todd Todd posting the nine minute cringy apology to Anthony. Like, props for doing it publicly, because then it, you know, it's like a newspaper when they have to correct something, it's a footnote on the back page, but they've already ruined someone's life. Um, you know, kind of like, uh, Richard Jewell. The Atlanta Olympics, like, you know, everyone thought he was the bomber and he wasn't. You guys should see that movie, Jewell. It's really good. Um, and shout out to anyone that has seen the movie McFarland. And if you are listening, you know who I'm talking to. Um, anyways, inside joke. So, Todd, nine minutes. Like, that's what made it cringy. I think he could have, like, written something, and then I think he should have... I don't know. Anthony seemed to appreciate that it was public. I guess, you know, if it's really going to ruin the guy's business and his reputation, it's good that he did it public. It's just, it's still a little cringy. Um, but damn, what kind of law... I mean, I I might have to agree with Todd here in questioning Anthony's practice, because... I forgot already, like, what kind of law does he practice? Because, dude's got a lot of money. He's spending 250 grand on a 1989 Porsche that has 64 miles on it. Like, why? Isn't that how much a current Porsche is? Or, well, way less than that. I know there's varying versions. That's crazy. Even, uh, that's more than Kyle's Range Rover. Um, and then their houses, like, didn't they sell their house for 30 or $40 million, bought the other one for 20 Crazy money. He's got the private jet. He's also a pilot. I mean, I think, did he do, like, in, invent something? I don't know. We should look into this. Because we all need to go into that career. Lawyers don't make that much money, unless you're Tom Girardi and skimming off the top. All right, well, even he didn't have that kind of money, even with skimming. Um, Back to the party. Okay, Dr. Nicole shows up. I don't don't really like her clothing choices. Like, A, she shows up in this little bralette. It's like a cropped bralette with these straps with these huge buckles. It's very 90s. So if she's going for the 90s in 90s Miami, you got it. I give it to you. In fact, that is when I went to Miami a lot, in the 90s. Um, And I dressed like that. Very Romy and Michelle-ish. Very Melrose Place-ish. That was me. So if that's what she's going for, props. But what is she going for in her confessional look? She's got like that heart-shaped... Kind of reminded me of something Sheena would wear. It's like a heart-shaped crop top. But then with like... The straps are made of like jingle bells, like jing, 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 touching through the snow. Um, I I mean, I freeze framed. and I was like, what is it, like the little cranberry beads on a wreath or they, they just flat, nothing else. I was like a little grapes on a vineyard. No, they look like jingle bells. It just, it's blowing my mind. I don't understand it, but I guess I don't have to. Alright, so, let's see. Todd. Larsa. Okay, so now Larsa's on the yacht party with Marcus Jordan. They love to note 48 and 32. Like, who cares? Good for her. She looks so different, though. From, they didn't flash on this episode, but they did, just Google her. When she was married to Scotty Pippen, she looks like a different person. She looks like Melissa Gorga, kind of, when she was married to Scotty Pippen. Um, very petite and tiny, like, tiny-boned. And, like, darker coloring of like her hair and whatever. Um, eyebrows and stuff. It's, it's kind of like Kim K. Like, look at Kim K when she was friends with Paris. Like, very different Kim K. But Larissa looks... Like, you can see Kim K is like, oh, okay, I can see you in both versions of you. But Larsa, in if you look at the picture of her in her, like, Melissa Gorga era to now, I don't think you would ever be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I can see you're the same person. There's, like, two totally different people. It's weird. But, I mean, cool. Um, um She looks great. So, she does the yacht thing. And has what Lisa and Jody over and Lisa's still wearing her wedding ring, which seems a little just sell it. She's like, Well, I'm wearing it on my middle finger so I can flip them off. It's like mm. she's like, It's a nice piece of jewelry. It doesn't mean anything. I'm like, take it off. Especially if you're dating someone dating someone seriously. Just leave it at home. Put it in a safe deposit box and sell it. You don't need it. It's just a a link, a tie, a memory. Get rid of it. All right. So, I'm really not going to talk about the next scene. It's Nicole and Anthony, and just would take. I would live in their. Not, oh, not even their garage. It's like a 15 car garage. I'd live in the bathroom of like a guest house in the alley. Their houses are crazy. So done okay L- Larsa is telling Lisa that she's mad at Gertie because Gertie's been going around and bad Larsa calling her fake so Larsa intends on confronting Gertie like why am I fake I've been nothing but nice to you which she does confront her at the party as you see at the end of the show and like Gertie just has like a meltdown and at first you kind of think uh-oh she was like, it's her voice changed, like when Katie Maloney's voice changed. And like, when you're crying so hard, like it literally changes your voice. You sound like a sick animal or something. Um, that's how bad you're crying. So you know it's legit because it's like, it's like you're choking on your own. Like you're gargling and you're like, you can't get it out. Um, So I thought it was going to be about her husband. Like we're divorcing because they've been together like 30 years. Um, But no, it's... I mean, I guess even worse than divorce is, like, cancer, right? So I guess it's, it turns out it's going to be that, a medical, um, hopefully, scare. It's more than a scare because it looks like she goes into surgery. Um, But Larsa did call her. She's like, why would you call me fake? Yeah, no reason to call me fake. And then Gertie's going to leave, and then she just loses it. She's like, please, just don't come for me. I need you. When I call for you, come. And, like It was very, like, huh? But, obviously, it makes sense later, as we'll get into this season. Okay, um, Julia and Martina's house. I just really can't. I love Julia and her animals. The parrots might annoy me with their constant squawking. And the goat poop in the kitchen is gross. Um, the diapers you know when she had the party last year had the diaper on the goat and the goat running around the house when you're having like a cocktail party like no one and then the diaper fell off the goat and it was like this dirty goat diaper it was like gross keep it outside or in a room and shut the door please alright so now we have Marisol meeting Alexia on the beach I didn't need to see the nipple dress that Mary Saul is wearing and not as in her real nipples as in the little painted on ones like a a shirt you would wear with the naked body gross I don't need to see that in general I don't need to see it on you let's just not I also don't like your Statue of Liberty confessional look with your baby doll dress I'm very confused confused with most of their confessional outfits so far. Anyway, she says she is not open to going to the party if Adriana's going to go. Adriana screwed her over and she's not going to go, but then when Alexia called Marisol and told her she is coming, Marisol threatened not to go, but then when she found out Todd wasn't going, she decided to be there for Alexia. Um, so that was being a good friend. Um, car who is <laughs> alexia meeting with julia oh yeah this is when she has her rainbow chanel to prove to everyone that she's not you know that she's supportive of the lgbtqi community um she's like did julia's like did you know cardi b called larsa a liar um saying she has sex four times a day and always has has, her and Scotty had always had sex four times a day. I'm like, I'm sorry, you're not even supposed to do that as an athlete. You're not supposed to have sex, like, that much in your season. Like, not the day before, not the day of. Um, So I call bullshit. I think everyone calls bullshit four times a day, but Cardi B called bullshit. And I love it, because Larsa is... Isn't that why Kim K cut her off? Because they discovered that she was the leak, so she's... She, maybe is a little bit of a liar or exaggerator or attention seeker she's like what I've always had it four times a day it's like "Uh, girl I don't think so um uh, uh, so Alexia and Adriana work it out she invites her and then yeah Todd decides He does not want to go to this dinner, even though Alexia already made it like a ladies with their husbands or boyfriends party, but then you, the host, your own husband doesn't come. Awkward. He's like, these are not your friends. They're certainly not my friends, but they're not your friends either. So is he calling like the show fake and the whole group fake? He's like, this, I'm not about this. Kind of is like, maybe he's like, this is bullshit. I'm not going to put my name on this. I'm not endorsing this. Don't call out the show, man. Take it up with the casting. So, they're on their way to Alexia's party. This is Julia, Kiki, and Adriana. And, like, after Adriana, by the skin of her teeth, got an invitation to this party, she's already talking shit on Alexia in the limo. And, and, you know, Kiki's going to tell Alexia. Kiki Kiki doesn't like... She likes to talk. Um... And Julia's looking at her like, what are you doing? Stop it! Like, she's extending this olive branch. You're barely here. Stop talking shit. And is like, Alexia just thinks she's better than everybody. She's superior. She thinks because she has more money and more material things, she's better than us. And with all of Todd's money, and I think, like they pointed out, um, she had money before Todd. Because her ex-husband was loaded. So... Yeah, not the best move, Adriana. You need to like, you need to reel it in this season, make yourself a little more likable, Start stop lashing out and causing so much shit unless it's like truly warranted. Like, calm down, because you're still just a friend of. You want to get that paycheck, you need to balance it out a little bit. Um, so then Marisol shows up, and Julia calls out Marisol. She's like, I think it's bullshit you're here. She's like, you said you would never come if Adriana was here, and I don't think she needed to call her out. Like, clearly Marisol was there to support her friend alexia especially since todd's not there and alexia started crying after she already had a makeup artist put full makeup on you don't want to start crying you can't get rid of those bags and creases and everything when you once you have like makeup caked into like tear stained under eye like that's a fucking nightmare you gotta start all over like pawns that shit off your eyes and start over so you don't want to cry um so I think it was nice that Marisol showed up, and I don't think Julia needed to call her out on her hypocrisy, because she was just standing by her friend. So they all start screaming, and the men get up one by one, Anthony gets up first, he's like, yeah, I'm going to go find Todd, even though he knows Todd's not there. And then Marcus gets up, and he's like, yeah, I'm going to go find Todd too, and then even Marisol's husband gets up, and he's like, yeah... He's like, isn't it funny? We're all and then Alexia, which I thought was a great move, she's like, Here, gentlemen, here's some cigars, and like, go out to the balcony. So then they're like, Isn't it weird? We're on Todd's balcony smoking Todd's cigars and Todd's not here. So I thought it was good though. So the men didn't have to get all up into it. We already had one nine minute apology. We don't we don't need any more of that shit on our TV, okay? like the the gorga catania louis you know this whole scandal with joe gorga and the show and being scammed my instant thought was who's randomly going to do that louis i see louis setting up this whole scam to make gorga look bad make him look like a scammer or make him look dumb or both My money is on Louie. He hired some company, because, you know, he's got those shady company dealings with, you know, a little Jen Shaw-ish. He's got connections, people that would do something like that. I think Joey Gorga was set up. And I think it was all strategic. I don't think it was just some random scam. I think it was set up to make Joe either look like a scammer or either look dumb and i'm just that's my opinion all right so that's all that really happened we already talked about the gertie stuff so hopefully she is okay i guess we'll see this play out again hit us up if you're going to BravoCon. um you can there's a post in the facebook group you can message there on the post i think it's pinned or dm us Or DM us or comment on Instagram at a Pump Rules party. Join our Patreon, lots of extra bonuses, and we'll be doing lots of extra secret BravoCon stuff to Patreon only. Um, Who knows? We're going to have a lot of stuff. We're going to post it everywhere. Different stuff, different places, whatevs. It's only $3, though, so you might as well. It's cheaper than a cup of coffee. Because you know what? I got a grande recently. And it was like almost five, and I get a drip coffee, black coffee, it was like almost five dollars. One time at the airport, it was like nine dollars. One time at a hotel, it was twelve dollars. Oh, Vegas, that's where it was fucking twelve dollars. Um, yeah, and if you get one other little drinks, like the apple crisp oat milk latte, it's like twelve dollars at a regular Starbucks. And that was for like a tall, which means short. Um, so if you can afford that, you can afford a $3 Patreon. It's just a lot of fun. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. Holly and I will be back with a lot of content this weekend. We're both leaving at like 4am on Friday. So be sure to be watching us Friday and Saturday and Sunday. All right. Bye.